Overland for me is my escape from the the hecticness of work and the stress of what I do. It's a, it's, yeah, it's a release and it's a reset. And then that, I'm a little older now, and slowing down, and overlanding seems like a nice pace. You take your time, you know, smell the roses. I actually go camping to hear the wind flow through the trees, smell the breeze. And also we've realized we have this passion for off-road and camping, kind of a... Uh, went out of control from there, I would say. <laughs> we only have so much time on this earth, and you want to spend it with people that you care about and have a good time with and people to make you smile. That's kind of one of the big things with this with this podcast is it's a, it's a living journal uh, between, you know, us guys and uh, our journey together. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Average Overlanders podcast. I'm Patrick. I'm Jared. Welcome back, everyone. Hey, 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 hey. Okay, so we have a topic already in mind, mm-hmm. and we have a title. This never happens. It's amazing. <laughs> it was it was thought up on the uh, the loft couch while we're playing video games. <laughs> so today's topic: yeah. build, buy. Or modify. Oh yeah. Yeah, and it and it rhymes, so that's kind of one of the uh, bonus. Yeah, one of the <laughs> one of the big bonuses. But yeah, build, buy, or modify. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, I have a brand new truck, so uh, I'm it, that. It's kind of tough because with with the platform, like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna build my own my own uh, Toyota Tacoma from uh, you know the '90s or anything like. That. I could. I mean, I might. But no, I have a 2019 Toyota Tacoma. Bought it brand new. Um, but with the accessories, that's kind of what we're going to focus on for at least part of it. Is mm-hmm. you know, for the most part, most of my stuff is either bought off of the shelf, or used, or um, well, yeah, the aftermarket for your vehicle yeah is is insane, pff, man. unbelievable. Yeah. And what's great about mine is a lot of people um, they iterate, just like in in any you know, just anything in overlanding everybody's trying to figure out their setups and everything like that so guess what it iterates for them and they don't want to sit on a, a voodoo rack with a, a cvt tent and just leave that sitting in their garage so guess what they, they sell it mm-hmm. and uh that's kind of my situation is i uh i, I buy stuff well i bought stuff at, right at the beginning of covid when people <laughs> when people were hurting so i just i bought used stuff for um severely discounted prices which yeah. was outstanding um, but yeah, it's all, it's all made for my truck. Um, but you, on the other hand, you have a, uh, I have an old truck, <laughs> a 98 Land Rover, 96, Dis- 96. Yeah. So it's the disco one, disco one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there is not a big aftermarket, aftermarket support out there. <laughs> I'm sure there is in like Africa. There's bits, <laughs> yeah. 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 There's bits and pieces you can find and it's, but as things got older, you know, everybody switched over to the new models and this yeah. and that so that's where it kind of got pumped up and that's why you can still find that kind of stuff yeah but, and a bunch of bunch of probably a bunch of those trucks probably ended up in the junkyard with um, yeah, there's a big cash for clunkers probably graveyard you yeah. know stripped and yeah just finding even running parts <laughs> keeping them on the road is hard enough let alone you know aftermarket fun stuff yeah um but i'll just go ahead and preface this topic with uh with me and jared we're both very um uh, how do I say this? We cheap. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that not, too. But yeah, yeah, that too. But, um, we're both very capable when it comes to using tools. Yeah, mechanically like, inclined. We're mechanically inclined, correct? And we have the knowledge and understanding of of how to use the tools in what situation. And uh, we're 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 engineers by. Um, you know, uh, just by the school of hard knocks. Mm-hmm. We're engineers Having because we had to be, yeah. yeah. You just got to figure it out and you, you see enough stuff that and works. What we don't know, you, there's YouTube. <laughs> yeah, and you see enough broken stuff that used to work. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the big things that uh, really makes it easier for me to build or, or um, to modify something is to see it on in some other application. Yeah. And um, when Get you the see, idea. Yeah, and then... when you see it, you never forget it. Mm-hmm. Um and you copy it, yeah. but it's, that's why like I love going to rigs and brews and stuff like that. I mean, they're just a hangout, whatever. But you can see what other people have done and get that idea. Yeah, it's like oh, I like how they did that. I might try to do that. You know, yeah. And it's it's one of those things where yeah, like 
hopefully you take pictures because yeah. <laughs> taking pictures is probably one of the oh, yeah. one of the easiest ways to remember something. Um, but yeah, when you see somebody else's rig set up a certain way, you're like, oh shoot, I'm gonna do it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, like when everybody I, has so many different ways of doing something. Yeah, it's and great. there are people who have spent the time and engineered something and they're selling it with the overland tax attached to oh, it. Oh yeah. Yep. Um, so something that comes to my mind is um, your video on your your Max Tracks um, or your oh, Roto recovery your, your recovery board yeah, the, mounting not Max Tracks yeah, yeah the, the Roto, Roto Tracks. Roto Tracks. Yeah. So usually um, they're made to be fit and locked down with a roto yeah, pack a special spin, mounting spin mount and yeah it's like they're f- i think 40 bucks a piece think, if yeah, 40 want- to 60 bucks just for yeah. like the locking yeah. yeah if you don't want the locking one it's like it's like 30 bucks but yeah. if you want the locking one it's like 70 yeah they're expensive um because it's keyed and it has a tumbler on it it's but, cool you know yeah it's, it's really perfect cool. all yeah. that yeah. yeah and it's it's a readily readily available part and uh you can get you know, get it to match your entire setup, mm-hmm. but that's a lot of money for a mounting solution. Yeah, after you know, if you're going max tracks, you could spend anywhere from two to four hundred dollars just on the boards, and you yep. could spend another you know sixty bucks on mounts, and then it's like <sighs> it adds up really fast. And mm-hmm. that's that overland tax that we're talking yep. about. Um, and yes, it's it's a quality product. It's all um, it's anodized. Uh, I think it's aluminum. Um, it, and it's yeah. all CNC'd and stuff like that. It looks really good. Yeah, it's clean. But yeah. it's so expensive for what it is. It's mm-hmm. it's a way to put plastic mats, <laughs> yeah, hard store plastic, them somewhere, yeah, yeah. hard plastic stretchers on top of you know your car on your vehicle. Yeah. So um, Jared actually made a video on his his uh, YouTube channel on uh, a really cheap and easy way Simple, to mount yeah. these uh, these boards on his roof. And I saw it and I was in disbelief, like. Oh my god! That was it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It literally. Costs it's not you. the fanciest thing in the world. No, but it works. Yeah. But they're not locking, so they are. No, they are. There are quick ways to get them on and off. But that in a recovery situation, you want to. You want to yeah, be able to fumble in with stuff, and I need to get the keys, and yeah, yeah. Um, or in my case, I had actually like I have those locking Rotopax mounts. Oh okay. Um, oh yeah, because you have Rotopax on your truck. Yeah, huh? yeah. Mm-hmm. and uh, sometimes like. I can't find the keys. I'm like, I had actually lost my spare set. Um, so I was like, well, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. um, but that's why I always carry extra, you know, extra water. But I didn't, uh, I didn't need the fuel. I actually needed water. Yeah. So I was like, oh, dude, this sucks. <laughs> but how much does your, how much did your mounting setup cost? I think it was, I think it was even the title of my video, but I can't remember. I think it was like under $20. Yeah. 20 under 20 dollars and i believe that completely. it was probably like 10 bucks <laughs> it was two threaded eyelets and some uh mm-hmm. scrap and some eye bolts and yeah. some scrap one inch uh, pipe and uh, uh some and wing nuts yeah some wing nuts oh and some, some flat bar yeah yeah some flat stock but yeah and i saw that and i copied it on mine yeah of course my fitment is different like mm-hmm. i don't have um the way that jared mounted hit mounted his is on his roof rack mm. Um, and that's why he used that, um, those the eyelets, tubing yeah, the tubing and the eyelets, uh, was he essentially slipped the, um, the eye bolt. I, I, I believe it's actually called, that's the tip. Yeah, an eye bolt, yeah. Through the, the, eye, the one inch pipe through the, the eye of those bolts. And it, it's a friction fit and yeah, it's wicked super tight. Super tight. I had to use a little sledgehammer to pound it onto it and, yeah. but it's snug. <laughs> and then he used, uh, drilled a hole in some flat stock and then. You know, mm-hmm. uh, just spun the wing nut on top of it, and there you go. It's mounted. Yeah. And it's piece super... of the flat, hold it tight onto the truck, and not going anywhere. It's yeah. been up there forever and, and never it, moved. It looks so clean, too. Yeah, simple. Yeah, and it it's a fifth of the price. <laughs> a fifth of the price. How awesome is that? Yeah. <sighs> Money I could spend somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, but I had, um, I mount mine in my uh, truck bed, so I bought the same max or roto tracks Mm -hmm. as uh jared i got mine in orange he has his in black and um for those of you who are tacoma fans there's a there's bed rails on the inside um where you're usually supposed to bungee some stuff Mm -hmm. but the hooks are movable you can unthread them and then uh, move them from side to side within a bed rail that runs the length of the uh the truck bed yeah it's a pretty cool little mounting you know system you got there so i wanted to I wanted to make sure that, you know, I did it A, cheap, and B, it was secure. So I was like, well, it worked for Jared. So I've seen his his setup, and I've seen him mob on the trails, and it's 
been perfectly fine. So I was like, I'm going to copy that. <laughs> so I, of course, modified my the little hooks that go into my uh, well, the truck bed rails. Um, I, I threw a, I think it was a, like a two and a half inch just bolt just straight through it and then drilled some flat stock, uh, spray painted it close to voodoo <laughs> blue. And then there you go. It mounts perfectly fine. They're secure. They're easy to get to. Um, and, um, they're secure. Yeah. I've never, I've never had a single problem with them. I just use wing nuts, a lock, um, and a, a lock washer. So nothing spins off and I crank them really tight on there. Yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, it saved me a ton of money and it, uh, it, it's it functional. Looks, yeah, it's functional and it looks great. Yeah. Everyone's like, "Oh, look, cool accents." You know? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, with the blue. Yeah, but it's one of those things where there are certain things Something that, simple like that. Yeah, it, for those those little fixes, of course, you have to have the time to think it up. Yeah, and you have to have the know-how. time is a big thing, and the, if you have the tools to do something like that, yeah, like you mine's need a, a different welder. situation yeah. because I actually welded a bar onto my vehicle. Yeah, I mean, you can maybe get somebody to like a buddy with a welder to do a little quick. It's not heavily welded you know just a couple welds on there or a shop and probably charge you a couple bucks but yeah but depends on your still. situation um but that goes kind of goes back to us where we're we're handy guys like yeah. you know we can just kind of do that stuff like i know how to weld like put a mig welder in my hand and i can figure, figure it, it yeah, out i can figure <laughs> it out i'll look, i'll throw a bead down dropping some dimes yeah, yeah. Uh, i'll throw a bead down but i'm not you know i don't know how to tig or anything like that yeah. but I would like to learn. You have a TIG welder, right? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So I'm going to learn. Practice out there in the garage, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just uh, one of those things where if you have the tools to do it, it makes it a lot easier. But more importantly, you have to f- see the problem that you have in, in front of you. Mm-hmm. And you have to have the time to spend on it and uh, the knowledge of how to bring that into into real life. And that's the hard part is connecting those three aspects. Um but how did you figure it out to begin with? Did you just kind of look at it and be like, I was in, the, I was in the process of I I built my whole roof rack from scratch. Yeah, that's so what I, that's what I was also going to say. I was in that whole process of it, and while I was on the ground, and I'm, I everything on there was pretty much purposely built, mm-hmm. like the it's in the spot for a reason. Yeah, as I was building this, you know, it it kind of evolved as it went. I didn't have a I had a basic plan of how I thought it should look and then from there I'm like I know what you know features I want to have you know I'm obviously gonna have a roof top tent and then I want to have some storage and then okay I'm gonna have some you know max track or recovery boards or something like that up there and so I kind of purposely placed things on there to see where they would go and it's kind of lucky everything kind of worked out how I envisioned it it, but no it looks like a professional piece of equipment it looks like a roof rack that's designed for your truck and you know you could I mean, I th- I thought it was an off-the-shelf product. Yeah. Like, no, it came out pretty good. I was actually, yeah. I'm impressed with myself. No. <laughs> yeah, but, but like, and like a lot of people, you know, you're you're initially going to be like, oh well, I don't have a welder and all that stuff. So yeah, I, I was fortunate to have some the proper tools and stuff, yeah. notchers and but, stuff like that. But it's not a fancy. I have a Harbor Freight, you know, Vulcan welder, and you mm-hmm. know, not super high end of a Miller or Lincoln or yeah. anything like that. But it, you know, and a lot of people will say, well, I don't have a big shop. I need to have this big, you know, shop to you know spread out and do totally all the things. Totally not. No, I have a very small, cramped, you know, one car garage. That's you know, you can't You're, fit a car in there. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just it's, stuffed with tools and you know tables and all this kind of junk. Yeah, your so. your workshop. Um, I don't want to say it, it's a casita because <laughs> you don't live there. Um, no, yeah, it's, it's, it's like a detached ca- garage. Yeah, detached kinda. garage. Mm. It would be closer to like a storage shed. Oh, like a big storage shed. Probably yeah. like what, 10 by 10 space? 10 I think by it's 12? 10 feet. Yeah, I think it's like 10 feet by 8 feet is what it yeah. is. Something it's, like that. It's pretty small. Yeah. But the thing is, you know, you utilize your space effectively. Use what you got, drag everything out into the driveway, work mm-hmm. a little bit, put it away. Like it was like a couple hours a day. Yeah. You know, I'd get off of work, come home, get out there, work on it for a while before I had to go and make dinner and then, you know, save it for the next day and just yeah. a little bit of time, a little bit of time, just cheap chipping away at it you know god that is so it, I've, but that I've, brings it to the point where you said time yeah you have to have that t- like yeah. of course it would be nice to have you either have to have time or money yeah like or, it took me almost really a month nice. to build that thing you know <laughs> yeah versus if you had a, a full-size workshop where you, or you just bought it or you bought it yeah but yeah. then shipping time yeah true yeah, that. yeah, there, yeah people are waiting months and months yeah. for things so yeah but yeah i 
when you build it from scratch and you have the knowledge of the tools to to do that, mm-hmm. at, like you said, everything is there for a purpose. Yeah, you're like, not trying to like, oh, well, it doesn't quite work. No, I'm going to build it to work <laughs> the way I want it to. And we'll transition from that to um, to my roof rack. Uh, the I have the Rhino rack set up. It's the, I believe it's called the Pioneer. Mm. Um, it's essentially a, an extruded aluminum pallet. That's to to dress it up. Yeah, to yeah. put it plainly, it's a flat, it's a, it's yeah. a flat piece of surface, flat surface. There's no guardrails or anything like that. It's Similar not a basket. Like the Prince racks and stuff like that. They're all kind of like in the same yeah genre pretty there. similar yeah. but the princey racks uh the load bars go horizontally oh, versus okay. uh the rider rack they go um hmm. with the uh from yeah, from hood to, to yeah from hood to tailgate hmm. um but as you guys know i have i've had issues with my rhino rack but we'll <laughs> stay away from that because yeah we've talked touched on that <laughs> <That's a lore. laughs> uh, check out episode five yeah yeah that's uh what is it um Laugh at yeah. laugh at my pain. My pain, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so check out that episode. But yeah, um, the accessories for that rack are so expensive. If oh, you want any you, little thing, you can bolt onto that thing. They yeah, get you. They get you at thirty bucks at a time. Like if you want a two pack of like bungee eyelets. So if like if you want to put an, like a mounting spot, like somewhere to c- connect a, a ratchet strap or a bungee hook, it's. You know, for two of them, it's 30 bucks. It doesn't make any sense. So I was like, well, how do I make something that fits? You know, so I got a piece of little flat stock and I welded a bolt to the back. And then there you go. You get an eyelet uh, or an eye bolt and then you can just thread it in there and perfect. But it all costs money and time. You it's have all to, modular. It's really yeah. Nice. And of course, you're going to mess up. You're, you're going to buy bolts that are too long or nuts that don't fit inside <laughs> that roof rack. Or, yeah. you know, maybe I'm just completely missing it. Maybe I just needed a piece of flat stock and a tap and die set. And then I would have just, uh, you know, made my Made own. it work, yeah. But yeah, that's, it's time. I thought the easiest thing, hey, flat stock, bolt, and then eyelet, or mm-hmm. uh, eye bolt, um, and a nut. So totally simple, and they, they work. Um, but it's... There's another part of it that is also very exciting is bringing something from your mind, having that problem and bring it in into the real world and having something tangible where it works. Yeah. Uh, but there's also something very frustrating when you try your, <laughs> you try every trick yeah. in the book and then it doesn't work. Like, why? Yeah. yeah. Or you have to make 15 oh, trips to, to Lowe's so or Home Depot, to Home Depot. Or, or Ace Hardware <laughs> to, to find something that'll work mm-hmm. or retrofitting something because we're not mcmaster car you know we don't have this this awesome shop yeah it's not some full (laughs) machine shop where you can just make your own yeah yeah so it's uh it can be frustrating but it can be incredibly rewarding and it can save you a ton of money yeah it can be super gratifying especially it's like the creativity part of it which is awesome yeah your mind thinking and putting it all together and when you like you said you step back and you see like all right, I did it. Yeah. I did this. It's rewarding. It makes it all worth oh. it. All the frustration, all the trips. You're like, man, that was great. I can do I can do a lot of different yeah. stuff. Um, but y- you can also modify things that already exist mm-hmm. to get them to work with your situation. And I'm thinking about your little baby propane tank bag versus Eric's um, propane backpack that he has in oh that yeah he just showed me that that was pretty cool and like i even thought i was doing better by getting the uh the pack that i have yeah i mean he went another step (laughs) oh oh i didn't know that so what we're talking about is we always bring these little what are they they're like five pounders they're they're five pound propane tanks the little white ones they're not the big one that goes in your barbecue grill they're a size smaller than that. Mm-hmm. They're really cute. Um, <laughs> they're cute. But they're not the green one-pounders that you yes. get at, um, at like, Walmart or anything mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, it's your typical little refillable one-pounder or white, you know, propane tanks, which are great. Yeah. Um, but... But, like, most yeah. of, like, I think, like, Front Runner might make them. A couple of places make, like, these aluminum mounts to yeah, mount them to your vehicles and stuff. They're lockable. They're yeah. bulkable. And, and they're, they're, they're cool, but they are... Stupid expensive. Yeah. Up to like a hundred bucks, you know, seventy to hundred and fifty bucks for these things. And I just I couldn't bring myself to actually buy one of those things. Like I struggle. I'm like I was going to my head like that same process. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna just build one, try and build my own. But then I found um Adventure Trail Gears out of Canada makes a a bag. Um not sponsored, just I like yeah. their product. Mm-hmm. And it's a durable fabric and it has uh even I have like Pack the propane tank fits in that thing perfectly. 
and even have the little pouch on the outside for your uh, extension hose. I have like a five foot oh, hose nice. that runs yep. in my grill, mm-hmm. and like it has a little pouch for that. It's great, fits in there perfectly. Yeah, and that every, everything has, stored in one spot. That's, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, it's all in one. And then so that, and then comes a different color. You can a blue one for your truck. No. Yeah. Ooh. Um, ooh, yeah. <laughs> but it has uh, these straps, and I have my I have an old disco, so I have a ladder on the back. But if you had like a roof rack or anything, you could strap it in any configuration you want. And then even have like a configuration so you could strap it to your spare tire, which is cool. Nice. Another option, longer straps. It works great. And it's super convenient. And it was half the price of these metal ones. I think I paid $76 US or something. That's still very expensive for a bag. Still a lot of money though. I I was like, but I figured if I'm going to build it, I'll probably spend that metal and my time. Yeah. I'd probably spend like 40, 50 bucks. I'm like, I'm just going to buy it. It's going to be here. Done. Mm -hmm. And that's in one of those instances where I wouldn't build it i can buy something cheaper but then like you said eric came up with a awesome little what, what kind of bag did he get yeah i don't know it's just it's like a molly it's a molly capable or a a, compatible bag that happens to fit that propane tank perfectly yeah, it's like a little backpack or something he yeah. got like a camelback backpack or something for hydration pack and then it fits that pack yeah it's a perfect it, fit in that thing yeah I was like, and what? with the zipper closed and everything yeah. it's like wow amazing genius so uh, yeah you just look around you could like you said, repurpose things for, you know. Mm-hmm. But that also takes a ton of time to find a bag that'll Getting fit lucky. something. Yeah, yeah. A lot of luck. Uh-huh. Um, so kind of to step up, uh, take a step back, the bottle holder for mm. Rhino Rack, $125. Okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah. ridiculous amount of money. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but that's like the standard. You see almost everybody running those. Yeah. And like, I couldn't figure out another way to, or another company it went, you know, down the Amazon rabbit hole, like mm-hmm. eBay, like what else is there? And there's that's the standard. Only like yeah. two or three other companies make them. You yeah. Know, so I'm like, <sighs> it's like um, when Max Tracks, you know, were the only recovery board mm-hmm. out there. You couldn't find any competition. You couldn't find a knockoff. Yeah. I mean, they're so, like the X Bulls and stuff like that. And they're, eh, I don't know. But I mean, for how often you use them. But that's a whole other. Yeah. topic <laughs> but, for, but for now like yeah there's yeah. a bunch of people a bunch of companies who now have an, an alternative to mm-hmm. um to that style of recovery board which is great but a lot of times there isn't a another option yeah because guess so what we, do you do you, yeah. you suck it up and pay the you know overland tax price and buy that or sometimes you have to man sometimes you have to mm-hmm. like uh, breaks my heart breaks my heart to it. i've paid that overland tax a lot dude. Oh, yeah. a lot <laughs> but it, it can be avoided it totally can yeah. be avoided Don't, yeah a lot of people like want to rush like that instant gratification yeah but there's a like like we mentioned earlier there's a joy that comes out of um doing it yourself mm-hmm. but some people just have it nailed on the head like they just have it like completely aced out mm-hmm. and one of the products that comes to mind is uh jet boil but that's kind of a kind of a specific case. kind of a niche little yeah yeah, yeah to, to boil water but let me think of another uh another company that has it aced out completely where it's just like oh yeah i just kind of have to buy this because it's it's perfect yeah oh you know it's my pop-up fire pit that thing's sick that it is oh i haven't God. seen another one similar to it either neither have i yeah, i think the they have it patent pending probably but what i'm talking about is it's it's a fire pit it's it's so simple in its design, but the pieces just work so flawlessly. And there's some specialized pieces that are in there that I just, you can't make. Oh, um, yeah. I wouldn't even attempt it. <laughs> yeah. So what it is, is uh, everybody knows a, a folding chair from like Walmart, you know, the one that you take typically take to a, a soccer game, not a lawn chair, but it's like that polyester. Like those scissor legs that kind of come mm-hmm. out. It's and... got a tube, tube frame design and plastic feet and just kind of fold it out. Typically goes in that, uh, that weird <clears throat> tube shaped bag that yeah, compacts down. Into, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it kind of has that design where you have to you, you unfold it like that. But how big is this when it's actually folded out? Probably like about th- 24, 20, 26 inches by 26 inches. It's Maybe square. a little bigger than that, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty decent amount. It's a decent size. size. footprint, yeah. Yeah, but it's it's um, it it's, has that scissor design. It's a extruded aluminum. Mm-hmm. Everything is extruded aluminum. Yeah, it's like the thing. Weird. Maybe I need to invest in <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's got a stainless steel mesh, um, like... I don't even like mesh yeah, netting. The, oh, that, uh, yeah, the blanket you put in there with yeah. it. Yeah. But anyways, uh, imagine folding it out, and it's a it's a chair with no back, and the part that you would 
sit in is stainless steel mesh. And then on top of that, there's uh, a couple of like L-shaped brackets that... Little aluminum walls yeah, that go on. Little walls that go on that keep the uh, keep all your firewood in. Mm-hmm. And it is just so simple in its design, and it is flawless in the way that it works. I thought... It doesn't look like it'll work. Yeah. The it, first time you brought it out, I'm like, I want to see how well this thing holds up. Yeah. And we have put that thing through so many the ringer. And I was in disbelief because um, it costs 120 bucks, which is a lot of money for what it is. Yeah. But guess what? I don't I don't have access. I don't know. I wouldn't even know where to buy that stainless steel mesh yeah, or to buy the tool even that would... attempt to make that thing. Yeah. Uh, and it... it it fits together super well. It's um, a good looking product when it's new and you mm-hmm. haven't put it through the ringer. <laughs> you know, you've got that sucker hot. Yeah, we uh, every single time. I'm like, you know what? Let's throw some throw more wood. A few more here. on there. Like, I think we've yeah. exceeded its <laughs> yeah, <laughs> limit, it, but I'm sure if we uh, we've had some infernos in there. But <clears> versus, <throat> you know, uh, like the alternative, like a solo stove, it oh, outper- it's stupid expensive. It's f- like four times the money. But guess what? My pop-up fire pit is, I, I believe it is, it outperforms it. Yes. In ease of use and in terms of the quality that you get from, you know, the fire. Yeah, the warmth you get off of it, the yeah, glow, the warmth, everything. the feel. Usability it, of it. Mm-hmm. And even like the, the storage yeah, space the, of it. It just packed, packs down. Like a full, like you said, one of those folding like a, chairs. Like a, yeah, like a little folding chair, but it's a shorter bag essentially. Mm. But it is such a cool product. Um, and I would 100% buy it again. Eric actually bought one after yeah. he saw mine. And he even he bought one that you can put a grill on top of it so yeah, you can grill it, your food. Yeah, and that's another thing. Like, it has a grill accessory. I'm not big on uh, cooking on coals or on a, you know, wood fire or anything like that. I just pr- prefer propane because yeah, it's, it's consistent. Simple, yeah. yeah. Of course, it's for some of you and guys. You have who to are like there. shut down the fire, and then you know, hey, everybody, sorry, I'm good. I got to cook now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for me, the, the if you're dif- solo, maybe, but yeah. For me, the difficulty is managing that heat mm. because coals are kind of when you get them hot enough. Yes, there is a cooking time. Yeah, yeah. But get that uh, window. Yeah, but there's also the time where hey, like you're having flames off of there, and it's a it's more of a light fire than a warmth fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still haven't mastered that, and I don't care to take the time to do it because my 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 coleman 413 yeah works completely fine um and that kind of goes into the uh the modify section Hmm. so my coleman is uh from from the late 70s early 80s and it's it was dangerous when i first had it (laughs) also yeah we've talked about that but there are people who make retrofit kits to make it perform better hmm. and that's where the modify thing comes in of course you know it's uh coleman made a, a product but mine's made by a stansport it's essentially just a tube that adapts it to oh, okay to propane yeah okay. to propane and it's just so simple and it greatly improves the usability of that thing hmm. um but that's not something that i can i can you can make yes. or be safe at making. Yeah, above I'm, my pay grade. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, if, I, I'm sure if I had, um, you know, a hundred years, a lathe and a, uh, a yeah. machine shop, a full decked out yeah, machine shop, I could, machine I could job, figure maybe. it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it just works, which is amazing. And it was so cheap. But <sighs> like it, it is modified because mm. it was it, that that product was never designed to take propane, you know, it was yeah. made for liquid fuel. But now that it has been modified, I, that's why I still use it. It's my go-to cooking, uh, cooking station. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cooking, you know, cooking tool uh-huh. like that in a cast iron skillet. It just works. Yeah. Simple. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, modification also goes into storage. We both have um, storage kits that are uh, modified from their original use. So mm-hmm. you've probably you you as the listener have probably seen them. Um, they're typically, if you got money, they're Pelican brand cases. Yeah. Uh, but me and Jared don't got money. No, no. And, uh, <laughs> but there are knockoff uh, Pelican cases that yeah. you can get everywhere. Plano From, makes uh, them. Yeah, there's a store but that our, one of our favorite many people stores. know. Yeah. has the Har- initials H and uh, F. <laughs> yeah, good old, good old Harbor Freight Tools, yeah. HFT. Yep. They have an Apache brand mm-hmm. Um uh, gun, gun case, case. yeah, yeah. Ca- or camera case they call it. Yeah, yeah gun or camera. Yeah. They're waterproof and airtight, and yeah, um, like yeah, you use them instead. Don't as, have that cool Pelican logo on it, but who cares? You know, it's going to get used and abused. Yeah, and it's going to be left out in the sun, and you know, hey, it does it 
hold what I needed to hold. Yeah. Is the yeah, big I've, question. I've had two of the, uh, I think, 2800s uh, mounted up onto um, the roof of my truck. Yeah. For over a year through snow, rain, dust, and... They, California heat, man. California heat. They've, you know, color fade, you know, yeah. but I don't, I'm not too bougie about it, so it don't bother me too much. Yeah, but still the cost... Functionality is... Yeah. Yeah. And they're, yeah. The cost a, of one Apache A third case, of the price, yeah. Exactly. And guess what? If you buy a, a $300 or $400 Pelican case, you're still going to have to drill a hole into yeah, it to get it to mount. Yeah, got to mount it somewhere. And, yeah. Yeah. Of course, there are companies who are out there who have figured out, oh, you know, overlanders like to use Pelican cases, so they make little clamp deals specific, and bolts yeah. for, for specific Actually, Pelicans. yeah, Pelican has a whole new line specifically for off-road now. Because wow. everybody was taking their gun cases and stuff yeah. and modifying them for, you know, off-road use. Now they actually have their own line. They're actually pushing their own, like, overland off-road line of Pelican yeah, I cases. I think I might have seen an Instagram ad for that, mm-hmm. but it... I. Pelican just costs way too much money. They're, they're dope. If I had unlimited funds, I'd probably pick some. Actually, I don't even know if I'd pick some up. I mean, mine works great. Yeah. <laughs> Why well, spend the money if I don't have to? But yeah. But uh, speaking of that, there is a, speaking of storage, there's a, if I had unlimited money, <laughs> there's a company that makes ultra lightweight aluminum Alumin- boxes. Dargus cases? Uh, let me I see. Think. I think it's something um, like that. But I, on the other hand, am super cheap and <laughs> I, uh, I managed to mount some old military... Score. Uh, yeah. Uh, they're also aluminum cases, yeah. but they are wicked heavy. <laughs> they're big, Yeah, because they they're big. They're massive. They're big boys. Um, they're really big. They're they're lockable. They have really nice solid hinges on them. They used to be waterproof at one point, but, you know, they're probably about 40 years old by now. Yeah. Um, but they work. Another thing, too, like sur- uh, repurposing a lot of, like, military surplus stuff is out there. You know, you can reuse and stuff like that. Like, your, your cases and a lot of people use, like, ammo boxes for a lot of storage because they're yeah. watertight and they they're hold up, to, you know, under a lot of abuse. Yeah. You know. Ammo boxes are just really, really heavy, though. Yeah, um, yeah, obviously, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're kind of extremely heavy. Yeah, especially with all the weight we're already adding to our <laughs> ridiculous list of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... The company that I did manage to find is, uh, they're called um, A-L-U-B-O-X, Alubox. Oh, yeah, Alubox. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Those are pretty popular. They are incredibly expensive. Let me check the pricing mm-hmm. on them. Uh, they start at $175 per box. What size does it say? Give us dimensions or anything. Uh, let me see. Uh, I what size box that is. I think my my little Pelican knockoff Apaches are, what, like... I'm looking at one right now. It's like foot and a half, 18 inches by 20 inches or something, you know? And yeah. It says it's... Um, eight inches deep. Uh, 60 liters. So about the size <laughs> of a, a medium-sized hiking backpack. Liter you, cola, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is absolutely insane yeah, so for a box. I mean, they're sick. They're probably lightweight, too. They are. Which is great. And they take some abuse. And that's kind of a similar idea, too, like with like your road bike. When you're overland with bikes, like the saddle boxes and stuff mm-hmm. like that, like you can get. Yeah, your panniers. They're, yeah, there's a special okay. special box call them. You know, they're mm-hmm. called panniers. I don't know if the spelling or the saying is correct, but panniers. Uh, <laughs> I think it's French. Pinkies up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, Tour Tech actually, who makes? I think it's Tour Tech is the the brand name box. But yeah, okay. I've always looked at like the BMWs, yeah. and they have obviously their own boxes. But yeah, those you know aluminum boxes. I. I was looking into BMW bikes for a minute, and those boxes are crazy expensive, like 300 bucks. I'm like, jeez. Yeah, um, and they're a status symbol. Yeah, We haven't really talked about status symbols mm-hmm. too much, but um, it's just like the those luggages on those big uh, BMW bikes. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're a status symbol. Yeah. Um, you get all your stickers on there, you know, from all the places you've been. Yeah, it's just absolutely... It's a flex. <laughs> yeah, it is a, it's a flex, man. Yeah. It's 100% a flex. But what's great is a lot of people started copying them, and now mm-hmm. they're you can find them for relatively uh, relatively cheap. Not rel- not cheap, yeah. but they're still Cheaper. expensive. They have their... They have motorcycle overland has... Or uh, motorcycle travel has their own tax. Oh, it's like, yes. And oh that's been gosh, big for a while, dude. yeah. yeah. Um, let me see who makes them. I think it's Tour Tech. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't get too far into the, the bike world, so <laughs> that's yeah. just your, uh, your expertise. It is Tour Tech, yeah. Okay. Um, All right. Let me see. Their boxes, mm. two boxes, 
<laughs> Ouch. And the, and the mount to mount them on a motorcycle. Starting price, $19.99. What? $2,000. Two grand for boxes? Two grand for boxes. They're, o- they're only like. And that's not including the top box because usually you have oh, yeah, one on, the, on top either of the seat, side. And yep. then you get the middle one. Mm hmm. Holy bejeebus. Like, yep. $2,000 for boxes, dude, and a mount. Like that's a two, nope. That's like, <laughs> a two thousand dollar two thousand dollar problem I can fix real quick. Yeah, it's a hard pass on me. Yeah, I'll I'll take some of my Apache box. <laughs> yeah. them on there. But yeah, what I actually did was back when I had my motorcycle, I uh, I made my own rear rack and I used soft luggage because uh, a I I was I was broke back then. Um, yeah, makes uh, it makes yeah, it work. Yeah, exactly. And uh, eventually, I got I got sponsored. And a sponsor oh, uh, cool. helped me out with buying name brand, not not Tour Tech, unfortunately, um, boxes. And they ended up, I think, retail for everything that I wanted. It was about twenty two hundred dollars, um, but they hooked it up, and uh, they really really helped me out. All I had to do was make the instructional videos on how to how Very to install cool. them and stuff like that, and some of the features. Huh. Um, but yeah, they they gave them to me at a very severely discounted price, yeah, which yeah. was great. That's and awesome. It, and it made life so much easier though mm-hmm. when it was just like, okay, somebody else put in the legwork to designing it and making it fit, yeah. and um, <laughs> it's just it looks so much cleaner. Uh, I thought what you pay like, so when you are paying all these exorbitant prices for things, that that goes into it too. Somebody took that time to engineer that, design that. Mm-hmm. They put all their love and you know sweat and blood into getting it to that point. So. And they have the machining to make two of them. You know what I mean? Exactly the same. And that's yeah, the tough part. Yeah, they can mass produce them so they're, yeah. Not even mass produce, but just like produce the same thing yeah, yeah, they, across, uh, you know. I'm trying to think of the right term for it, but yeah, your quality uh, control. Yeah, and, quality control yeah. is there. It, it's going to fit on one bike the same as it's going to fit on the other, and the two racks have parts that can interchange mm-hmm. versus something that's like your roof rack. It's one off. Yeah. Like, it's, pro- it's specifically built for, yeah, my purposes. Yeah. yeah. It, or even if your your truck has any damage or a, a, a drip rail is the wrong size, yeah. you know. Yeah, I couldn't take mine off and throw it onto a, a you know, different type of vehicle. Yeah, it would not exactly. work. Yeah. But yeah, there there is there's a ton of uh money that you can spend. There is an overland tax. There is a because guess what? Overlanding is a luxury. Mm-hmm. It is. A hundred percent. It's a luxury. Yeah. And that's like the thing, like you don't like that like we've brought up before, people get afraid of, you know, oh, I can't do it because I can't afford all these things. You know, but there's there's ways around it. Make things. I mean, our, our buddies Ben and uh, Eric, who've been on here before, for example, their roof racks are legit made out of yeah super, you know, strut. super strut or unistrut, whichever whatever you want to call it. Mounted it up there, spent maybe a hundred bucks total on material and everything, and mounting you know options and everything, and they work great. And guess it's what? Awesome. It's, it's more versatile than a mm-hmm. a Prince rack, which costs about six hundred dollars. Oh, yes. And they, if you look Plus, at them, they're simple and clean looking. Yeah, and exactly. But you know, it doesn't have the same. Um, it's not a status symbol like yeah, a, you don't like have a that Prince cool look. And like, oh, dude, they got the new Prince. Or yeah, whatever you know. And it's one of those things where. And that's one of the things, like on the side you note, know, just kind of bugs me how people like, talk down on people almost in this. I think even like Lucas and uh, Jeff brought that up as far as like the car scene was like that, where people were like, oh man, it's like a status, like you even said, like it's a status symbol. Oh, he's got the new this and that. Yeah. It's, it's, it shouldn't be about that. I mean, we're, we're all going out the there for trail. adventure. All, yeah. and, you know, who cares what, and like you shouldn't get that in your own mind. Like don't, who cares what that guy has? Mm-hmm. Is, he spent more on it? Great. You, you, did yours get you out there and work for you? Awesome. Yeah. Build your, you know, platform. My uh, storage platform in the back of my truck is made out of wood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? And uh, that's one of the great ways to do it is just, hey, you know, well, not now because wood is... Uh, yeah, actually, like wood is more... Nowadays, <laughs> it would have cost me even twice as much. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous right now. Oh. COVID's got the world flipped upside down. Uh. But yeah, build it or copy somebody who's built it before. Mm-hmm. Get on YouTube and check oh, out... there's a million... Know, yeah. There's a million bad videos but you might find one good idea in there yep, you know yep. what i mean but what is the best way like what you're saying jared is to see it with your own eyes mm-hmm. and to pick somebody's brain on it to see like yeah oh, don't shoot. be afraid to go to people and ask like if you know we, they, they, people 
Yeah, you, you might not be surprised, but people love to talk about their trucks and how they did yeah. this. So <laughs> yeah. if you go up to somebody and be like, yo, that's sick. How do you do that? And they'd be like, well, let me take out my, you know, yeah. pull my truck apart and show you right here in the parking lot. And yeah. That's totally it. Uh-huh. And uh, it's part of the community where we just want to, a, we want to help people, and B, mm-hmm. you know, everybody just loves talking about their rig, uh, especially with people who want to hear it. Because oh, we, yeah. we, we talk, it's like, how do you know somebody's a CrossFitter? <laughs> they'll, they'll tell, tell you. you. <laughs> 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 Absolutely. Oh, man. Not to knock on any CrossFitters. Some, but they're, they're CrossFitters. Oh, yeah. They, they, they know the jokes. Yeah, they know the jokes. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it's... What what's something that you you have to buy? Yeah, something for you. Oh, well, for me personally. Yeah. Hmm. You already talked about your little propane bag, but what's something yeah. else that you wouldn't <clears throat> skip the money on, and you just um or something that you should have I, bought? Oh yeah, there's stuff I should have bought. Like I I'm very much the I can do that myself guy. Yeah, I can you know I can save a buck, and there's been a few instances where I probably should have spent the money and just did it right the first time. So in the the this kind of touches on to our fads and our uh topic i think i don't know what we call it but uh, uh trends, trends. Yeah. yes trends uh, topic where last i mean i guess last year here on uh, 2020 um winter time kicked around and people were scrambling for ways to stay warm other than their buddy heater and diesel heaters were like booming everybody's like talking about diesel heaters i'm like Looking at these things, I'm like, yeah. you know what? I'll just build one of these things. It looks simple enough. Watch a few YouTube videos. That and like, sounds so dangerous to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, in my head, still in my head, I'm like, I, I have a good design with this box, and, but the time and like, the, oh, I, if I would have just spent the extra, probably only like 50, 70 bucks, and I would have had a fully functional one, all packaged up, ready to go. But yep. in my mind, I'm like, am I? I couldn't do it. I couldn't. I'm like, nope, I'm going to do it myself. And it doesn't work still. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I kick myself. I would have, I went out to the cold. I'm like, oh, I'll, you know, winter camping. And I'm like, I'll fix it while I'm out there. And no, I should have just, if I had it, it's a just huge spent the extra concern, 50 man. bucks, bought the right one or one already configured, I've been good to go. That is something. And like, that's one of those things like electronics and stuff like that, mechanical, like, a lot of times that stuff I will, I would rather have spent the money on. Like, I don't know, in my own head, like I can fab and stuff like that. But when it comes down to electronics, like I've done all my own lighting and wiring and all that. But it would have been kind of nice to just have it all good to go. Yeah. Like a battery system, like Red Arc makes those amazing battery systems. Yeah. I'm, and in my own head, I'm like, I'm going to build my own dual battery system and save like a thousand dollars. Daisy's making her appearance with this Oh, yeah, I got toy. her squeaky toy. Give me that toy dog. Yeah, <laughs> But yeah. Um, speaking of dual batteries, that's something that I wish that I, I, I have a dual battery you setup do. and yeah, I did yeah. it myself and <sighs> you would have, uh, I should have bought, I should have bought a set because knowing what I know now, yes, I have all the tooling. I have the knowledge. I know exactly how the system works, but guess what? There's some things that I, I, I couldn't make. I couldn't make a, you know, um, a perfect fitting frame for that because you know it's a, it's a t- i mean if i, I sh- i'm sure if i have more time and uh more tooling that i could i could probably no dog <laughs> dog's trying to steal the toy from me yeah. um i could probably you know do it over again but mm. it wouldn't be worth my time to do it because it took thing, me like a ton said. of time to figure out and it's a, like once again it's a safety concern mm-hmm. because you can burn yeah, your rig down with an electrical like I I done that actually once before. I had an old Nissan hard body back in high school, and I'm like, you know, what? I'm gonna I got some hella lights. I'm gonna mm-hmm. wire them up myself. Holy! I like just cross something wrong, and whoosh, that whole wire loom caught on fire inside yep. my truck. I'm just like, oh god, I could have burned my whole truck to the ground. Yep, from I mean, start to finish. Didn't yep. know what the hell I was doing. Just like I can figure this out, you know? Yeah, but me on the other hand, like I've worked with with a high voltage. No, okay. um, it, we're talking we're talking about the dog. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> A, I've worked with high voltage and low voltage wiring, and uh, I've, you know, I don't really have a ton of experience with automotive wiring, but I do have a lot of experience with AC wiring or actual air conditioning wiring. Yeah. yeah. Um, on industrial. Yeah, I've done residential and commercial wiring as an electrician. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> dabbled in that in uh, one of the trades here. Yeah. Yeah, but it's one of those things where it, it can be incredibly dangerous, 
and you're risking a lot by mm-hmm. by doing something like that. Of course, with any modification that you do with your with your rig or to your rig, you're 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 taking that inherent risk because guess what? It didn't come from. If it would, if it was, if the company wanted it that way, if Toyota or Land Rover wanted it that way, they would have made it that way from the factory, <laughs> right. right? Exactly. But they didn't. Yeah, and I don't want to. Prim- I want to. Prim- like, I don't want to scare anybody away from it. Don't yeah. be afraid to like try. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like we said, go on YouTube and look at these things and like try and figure out if it's out of your wheelhouse. And okay, maybe don't. But if you think you can, like. It could be worth it, you know, yeah. and it's a good learning experience too. Yeah. And that's a good way to know your rig. Like if you wired all that yourself, if something goes wrong, you know. I know, know exactly how to fix okay, it. I know yeah, exactly yeah, where I know where that is. Happen. I can jump in there and yeah, exactly. But f- for the amount of danger that is involved yeah. with that, <laughs> it can be, inc- uh, man, I, uh, it gets me worried sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I always. I hear I, something pop. I'm like, oh crap. What and I, I, have, <laughs> I have to check it. I'm like, okay, let me check my dual battery setup. Everything's good. Fuses are good. Everything's in line. I have, my batteries didn't shift. All right, sweet. We're aced out. Yeah, there's some uh, level of comfort knowing that if you paid a professional to do it, that it's yeah. done right. Yeah, but and also paying for you know a quality kit if you are a DIYer and installing mm-hmm. it yourself. But yeah, I've seen I'm, some jankety stuff out there before. Yeah. Mine's like, pretty jankety, dude. I'm I'm probably gonna redo it. <laughs> a uh, sketchy. To be honest, I'm gonna make some modifications to mine. Um, made make some modifications to my DIY kit <laughs> to to make it to make improvements. It, yeah. There's always like I, yeah, I'll do something and I'll step back and like you know what I can do that better next yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. But guess what? Now you bought that thing twice. Yeah. 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 Versus you could have just got the off the shelf model and uh, followed some instructions <laughs> or some other guy's YouTube video on exactly how, how that to, kit yeah. goes into your truck. But man, it's. It was rewarding. Yeah. And now I know, hey, I can make my own cables. I can, you know, I can make my own fuse kit. I know how to make a, I know how to install a fuse block. Yes. Um, the new, I, new knowledge you have, yeah. And it, new rein, skill. it reinforced some things like, okay, now I know exactly how a relay works, mm-hmm. you know, and I know how to test a relay. Mm-hmm. I know how to use my multimeter still, like, and I've. I will carry it because guess what? It's it's super valuable, not just in my truck, but if I need to troubleshoot someone trail. else's truck, yeah. yeah. Stuff goes bad and you could, yeah, like you said, it doesn't have to necessarily be your truck, but if somebody else is having issues, you're like, you know what? I could diagnose that for you. I know yeah, what's going on. Yeah, exactly. Or at least attempt to. Yeah, or help out. Yeah. Yeah. Or instead of being dead in the water, mm-hmm. which a lot of people are. Yeah. And, yeah, it, it's, and whether we're going over modification and all that stuff is a great idea just to get to know your vehicle, even it's just simple stuff. Go through it, you know, just know what how things work on it, you know? Yeah, just the basics mm-hmm. of, of how your your rig works. Yeah. Because it might save you later on. Yeah, the difference be, The difference <laughs> between spending an hour in your driveway versus spending six hours on the trail in a blizzard yeah, dead might, <laughs> might kill you. Mm-hmm. I actually just posted our Instagram photo for uh, episode five, which is, uh, you know, okay. the, the... Oh, actually, episode... Wait, I can't remember what it was. The, <laughs> the, the trail side repair on the Subaru. Oh, yeah, yeah, And... Yeah. Like, that day could have killed you. Could have gone worse. Yeah, it could have killed you guys. Uh Uh-huh. And it sucks to think about that because it's something that we love and something that we enjoy so much. Um, But there is inherent danger in what we do, and it can go from bad to worse so quickly. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. um, And I also thought about my roof rack falling off. You know what I mean? Like, that sucks. That's something that I bought, you know what I mean? And I oh, modif- yeah. modified it to be stronger, and guess what? It still broke. Still failed, yeah. Yeah, still failed in a different way. Mm. So that kind of goes to show the testament to the product itself is like, hey, you know, just garbage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you don't get what you pay for. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you don't. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's just frustrating, though. I, I think about my roof rack a lot, and it's just so frustrating. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's a lot of cool options out there. Like so, even like look around and then you know and like like you said, re- try and think of new ways to do something. Yeah, you know, it's, there's a different way. Like just because somebody does something a certain way doesn't mean you have that. To f- yeah, that's the only. You don't have way. to conform to that way. You know, you can if it works for you, then great. You know, it yeah. doesn't have to be the the trendy cool way of doing things. You know, yeah, like. I, 
especially yeah, like I'd say like my truck, there's obviously no aftermarket, but like, you know, full down table, like everybody builds certain things for the backs of their cars, you yeah. know, like you can do that stuff pretty easy. Yeah, you can mm-hmm. just look at it and look at how simple it is. Like those full down tables, dude, it's literally just, things. yeah, an insane amount. Mm-hmm. It's, it can be, it's a flat surface with two strings that keep it up. Yeah. Hold it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could do that. You did it. I did it. Yeah. <laughs> paracord I and a cutting board. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some paracord, you know, Amazon cutting board, and a piano hinge, and some, you know, elbow grease, and uh, made it happen. And I think I spent, you know, under 50 bucks or something, you know, and it works fine. Does the job. Holds my stove up. I can put pressure on it, cut stuff on it. Yeah. And, and it just works. Yeah. And you had take a lot of pride in it because you, you made it. I did. It. I love that thing. You made it. <laughs> it but might yeah. not be some cool name brand. Yeah. But whatever. But still. Yeah. It's I still, like it. <laughs> it does. It does the purpose, but there's mm-hmm. a balance between. Hey, do you want it to look cool? Do you want it to function mm-hmm. cool, um, or do you just need it to function? Yeah, and function reliably. Yeah, just but, to get you out there and get going, and then upgrade later if you have to. Yeah, but at least you're doing something. And functioning reliably is one of those things where, it, it, as a DIYer, you can either over-engineer it, or you can make the mistake because, or you can make a mistake by under-engineering it. Uh, yeah, like Eric's bed platform in the back of his truck is super over-engineered. That sucker weighs a lot. It's solid. Yeah. It ain't going nowhere, but he even says, he's like, yeah, I want to rebuild it and make it lighter because that sucker is massive. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Mm. It's uh, insane how... He's probably got $20,000 in lumber. Yeah, right now. Just kidding. And he tough-coated that thing. He yeah. put a rhino line around it. Yeah, rhino lined it. I mean, this thing's... It's built. It's nice. It's not going anywhere, but it probably weighs a couple hundred pounds. Yeah. I don't Oof, know. My gosh. But maybe still, not that much. But that, it's that's solid. that's one of the that's one of the great learning experiences. Is is. But he built it himself. Yeah. And then he, you know pull out drawers and all that, and he probably saved a ton of money building it. Yeah. Like uh, there's a company that makes rear seat deletes for the Tacoma, oh. and it's literally just plywood, dude. No, is it? But guess what? They they took the time mm-hmm. to figure out. Okay, this is where I needed to drill the holes. This is where a threaded insert Made needs the kit. to go. Yeah. Yeah. But. Like I'm not gonna buy that product because I know what it is. It's it's plywood with threaded inserts. Like, right. give me a tape measure and a drill, and I'll figure it out. Yeah, I'll, you know? I can handle that. Yeah, but they do have a very nice product. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you, <laughs> not the noggin. That, that's what you're paying for. Mm-hmm. Is it'll be consistent. Simplicity of yeah. it. And yeah. And uh, you know, I'm just not willing to invest my money into that mm-hmm. because I'd rather invest my time and make it to how I want to make it. Because, Hey, if you want it to be an inch lower or an inch higher or have, you know, a spot to do X, Y, or Z, you know, you, you can engineer that in versus yeah. you would have to modify an existing thing, uh, and potentially ruin it by, uh, by making yeah. those modifications. And it could in the long run end up costing you more money. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I've had the idea. I would love to get one of those bat wing awnings. Yeah. They're like, you know, on the low end, $400 up to like $1,200. Yeah. And, and uh, there's a million YouTube videos of guys making them. Just check out Overland or under, under budget. Under budget. Over yeah. I mean, props to him. He's built a lot of his truck himself. So yeah. good, good on him. You and know? his engineering is very good. He's, he's on yeah. point. It's, Got it, good as weld and everything. But and, there's, uh, there's some things that are just kind of silly. Um, mm. <laughs> but that's us being the, the nitpickers of... Yeah. Of when you see a product, you or when you see something that somebody else has made, you say, "I can make it better yeah. with this." But like, oh, if you only did it this way, you're building upon it. their pyramid. Yeah, and true. They, they already they took the hard knocks yeah. of figuring that up to that stage, and then you, you know, they took jump all the hard knocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, we have a we have a term for that, and they call that Monday morning quarterbacking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> having everything that they knew in their time yep. and seeing it, being like, "Oh, come in, step in all of a sudden, you know, if you only, yeah." No, I, it, but yeah, I've, I've thought about it a million times, but at the same point, I'm like, I even have an Am- I literally have an Amazon list of called awning <sighs> of all the material I would need to build one. And like, it, but it's just at the same time, the time to build that, I don't know if it's worth yeah, it for me. It, it, if I even, I think I have an Amazon cart for uh, this another one is the uh, power tanks. Yeah. For airing up like you're doing today, airing mm-hmm. up and deflating. Those are like $400 for a power tank. Yeah. It, and you can build one off of Amazon for under 200 bucks. Yeah, you can. But once again, but, it comes to safety <laughs> and know? comfort. Are you comfortable <laughs> risking your safety? <sighs> uh, and do you, have enough, do you have enough knowledge to build that thing or copy that thing yeah. in a safe manner? Yeah, the proper, you know. But but also on the flip side, you have to trust that company to make a, make a product mm-hmm. safe. Yeah. And the... I mean, they're, they're, my they're, caveat to that is Rhino Rack. 
Like, yeah, you've they, had some yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to bring it back to credit. Yeah. <laughs> we're never going to get sponsored by Never know. We're already shot down. Yeah. <laughs> Killed that. But yeah, there are so many things to think about, and there's so many things that you can spend your money and time mm-hmm. on, but you have to, you, you're the only person who can make that decision on what to do, what to throw on your truck, and why to throw it on there. Yeah, think outside the box a little bit, you know, yeah. don't, yeah, don't get so, you know, the blinders on, where you get that tunnel vision on just, oh, this is what I need to do. Yeah. You know, like, step back for, and before you go drop that money, you're like, you know, I'm going to spend my money, I'm going to go buy this. Take a day off, you know, take a, yeah. you know, step back, breathe a little bit, do think about research, it, yeah. research it, you know, and it's like, there's so many things out there that you could do that with. Yeah, and... Yes, it is a lot of fun making your own stuff, mm-hmm. but it 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 hurts when you you waste your time. So it much really time does. wasted on stuff. I'm I'm one of those guys who uh, blocks out that negative stuff, so I forget about it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm sure there's a million projects that that have fell by the wayside because I, I messed up and I wasted money. And I'm like, well, whatever. Yeah, I learned a garage full of uh, failed <laughs> projects. <laughs> yeah, stacked and, up and, and the tooling for them and everything like that. And sometimes even like you'll build something and. It might not even save you money. Yeah, it might be. It might cost you more in but, the long run. Yeah, there's some joy. Like we've, me and Ben are on Ben have been on this. Uh, we've been building our own the, another trend, but the uh, the solar water uh, tank storage. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay, whatever. Solar. It's just it's a black tube that people say will get hotter. It doesn't get that hot. It gets like no, maybe lukewarm at best in the middle of summer. But if you want it's it. just water storage, you yeah. know. <clears throat> but you know, we're like, you know what? I'm not they, a lot of companies make some good ones. I don't know the name brands of them obviously. Eric has Eric bought one and it's aluminum, maybe like four or five feet long. Probably yeah. about five feet long, holds maybe three gallons of water. He paid a couple hundred bucks for that thing. And yeah, I couldn't bring myself, but me and Ben built our own, and it probably cost us. I'd say we had enough material to build two, so maybe seventy-five bucks a piece. Yeah, and so I mean, we saved some money on it, but was it really worth it? I don't know. Yeah, and and I hate to say it, but Ben's leaked. We fixed it. Yeah. It, it it yeah, but it's one of those things where you know it's I, a trial and error. That was, trial and error. We you know trial and error. version two point and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, we didn't know what we were doing. We were like, let's try this, and we figured out. We figure out what does and doesn't work, so we know. Okay, yeah, this is what time. you know. Okay, we got to improve on, and yeah. But like you said, yeah, it could end up costing more money because you didn't. If, if that failure uh, can be potentially dangerous to you. You should you should yeah. probably buy a quality product or have a contingency. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm Home Depot because I got two of everything, man. And that's the thing too is like safety wise. Like I used to be, I used to build like my desert trucks and I build roll cages yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So like, if you're gonna DIY your roll cage or a safety device for your vehicle, that's you know do your you know make sure you're doing it right. Yeah. I, I've seen some bad bad <laughs> builds before yeah they're just like oh man i'd be yeah. scared to ride in that <laughs> yeah so there's there's limits to it you know but i mean people will do it and exactly to some, save a buck mm-hmm, redneck engineering out there and yeah but but yeah i hope you guys enjoyed this podcast mm-hmm. like we've once again this was supposed to be a short one but <laughs> yeah we're just yeah. yeah just shooting it and um but yeah there's Man, there's so many things that have yet to be designed, and there are problems that still need to be solved. And, oh, yeah. You know, there's some company out there that, who's going to make millions off of it. Mm-hmm. and uh, Or even take somebody, if there's only one of that product. Yeah, you know, exactly. Somebody They're, else, hey, jump in there and make it better. Yeah, one. make it better. Yeah, be that guy who says, oh, yeah. Monday morning quarterback that mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, like how many like, trasheroos. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, my God. They're so the garbage. Yeah. They fall apart. Garbage. Everybody I know has had one. It's like, yeah, garbage. Yeah, put your trasheroo <laughs> in your trasheroo. Yeah. Um, but like, they last them a year. They're like, oh, yeah, I got to get a new one every year. Like, it's a what? bag. It's a $80 bag for, for your trash thing? bag. Yeah. That's what it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I, I just I'm shaking my head right now. Yeah. I know this is but not. But everybody has one. It's like status mm-hmm. symbol. Are you status. really overlanding if you don't have a trasheroo? Are you really overlanding if you don't have max tracks? Uh-huh. Or you know, <clears throat> how, wait, how many times have you used your max tracks? I've used them none. Yeah, yeah. I, I think thought I've about, used mine none. <laughs> I, I thought about testing them one time, just and to then I was like, well, a bit. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was no, like, no, I'm not gonna do it. it. But yeah, <laughs> it's uh, yeah. There there are some things that you know. You 
you have to balance out. You got to once again, like I said, you got to figure it out in your own mind what you're okay with, mm-hmm. what you're willing to do, and what you can do, versus you know what you can afford. And time, like I have a a, a couple I went out with um, off roading. Uh, their their philosophy was time is money in a sense. It and is. So for them, like he's like I could build all that stuff, but the amount of time it would take me, I can make if I went out and did a job. He was a welder. Yeah. He's like I can go weld and make more money in that hour that would take me to build that yeah, than just go buying it. Exactly. And then I can go home and relax and hang out with my family and not be in the garage for, you know, 12 hours, you know, building this thing. Yeah. We'll end it on this is uh, um, something that I learned very early on. And it's kind of a phrase. You don't buy things with money. You buy them with hours of your life. Mm -hmm. You work for that. Yeah. You work for that money. Giving up hours of your life with your family or friends and whatever. Yeah. And I used to teach my, uh, you know, I used to, I used to mentor some kids Mm -hmm. and, uh, I told them like, Hey, you know, a phone costs X amount of hours in your life. If you make make minimum wage and it blew their mind, but it's the same (laughs) thing with our, our trucks and our rigs and, you know, every, that overland tax, are we willing to spend that extra hour of our life for somebody else to buy or somebody else to, to troubleshoot it and build it and Mm -hmm. do that? Because yeah. Money is time and yeah, time is be, money. Yeah. yeah, time you're out on the trail instead. <laughs> yeah, and it's also frustration and, you know, there's the opportunity cost. The time that you spend building something. Yeah, there's you failures could be, that could happen. Yeah, yeah. You, the time you spend building something, you could be spending it, you know, with your family or, you know, yeah, like you said, on the trail. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, with that, we'll go ahead and round it out. Yep. Do you have anything you want to plug, Jared? Uh, I, I will plug uh, Adventure Trail Gear in their uh, propane bag. Nice. Because there they, you go. I, I love that thing, to be honest. I'll go ahead and throw a plug out there. Don't buy Rhino Rack products. <laughs> an anti-plug. <laughs> yeah, an, yeah it's, it's an anti-plug. It's <clears throat> dangerous. Do your own research, and you'll see that, hey, they fall off. Yeah. And, and, and you weren't at, the first. Yeah, yeah I wasn't the first. Mm-hmm. And uh, guess what? You know their products are really expensive, but they do look nice. They're, if, they're pretty if, sweet if, looking if, up if there. If you're looking for a nice looking product, mm-hmm. and you want to cruise in the mall, you want to you want a <laughs> rack that's not a Prince you rack, and it's less uh, less safe and more expensive. <laughs> go ahead and check out their website. All right. Uh. But <laughs> other than that, guys, uh, thank you so much for listening, mm-hmm. and uh, be safe on the trail. Yep. Stay safe in the shop. <laughs> <laughs>